What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to episode 784. And I'm going to take the first segment of the episode and talk about this news article that was put out and it had to deal with Sonny Barger, his passing. And it was a total hit piece. It was a total abomination of opinion and editorializing an event that I have ever seen. I've been watching how the media has been reporting on his death. And this one is just pure, pure pitiful. I couldn't stand it, but I read it and I was like, you know what? She was putting all kinds of examples of what the Hells Angels supposedly done. And I said, I'm going to take this a step further. For all those that are not in a club and buy the cheese, if you will, of uh, what this media is saying, what the cops are saying, I'm going to take it a step further. And I'm going to prove to you and shoot it back at you and see what you think about these allegations. It does get time. This is a legend. No matter where you fall on the MC set, you cannot take that away. He was a legend. Yeah, he had a pass. Everybody has a pass. Everybody does something they are not proud of. But he lived his life the way he wanted to live. Just like members of all motorcycle clubs. That's the ultimate goal, isn't it? To live life to the fullest and do it on your terms without anybody telling you how to live it. Yes, I'm upset about this one. And what I'm hoping is my followers, my subscribers, will email her and tell her you're wrong. That's the only way to push back on somebody like this is you're wrong. Where is your evidence for your statements? Clubs are not Boy Scouts. We all know that. Sonny was no Boy Scout. We know that. But they made life the way they wanted to live. And if it ain't up to your standards, oh well. It's kind of like when these celebrities, they want to pop off at the mouth. And you actually have people that believe them, by the way, or, you know, take in what they have to say. Me, I don't care what you have to say. Your opinion means nothing to me. But there's ignorant people that jump on the bandwagon. And then they make it even worse. And I'll show you some of the comments from this article. Let's take a look. Now, this right here is from Jalopin. What is it? Uh, Jalapnik, whatever the hell it is. And. They intentionally titled this article, Hell Has Another Angel 
after Biker Gang's most notorious member, Sonny Barger, dies at 83. You know what I find funny? I really do. And I, you know what? I believe in the old man upstairs 120,000%. But those that are supposed to rent, you know, represent him here on good old earth, how quick they are to judge other people, even though he said, you shall not be judged. Or did I mess that up? Or ye shall not judge. I don't know. What I do know is only God can judge you. So here you are saying, well, he's in hell. How do you know what relationship he had with the old man upstairs? How do you know he didn't get right with his maker? But you can claim to be holy, 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 right? That ain't how it works. This by Aaron Marquis. And this is the author of this one, Aaron Marquis. Uh, I guess she is on Twitter, or you can email the paper. Aaron Marquis. Now, she was going off a lot of what Hunter Thompson had to say in his book. The strange and terrible saga of outlaw motorcycle gangs. Then it goes into, you know, his basic stuff. Then she was taking quotes out of the book and what he would have to say. Basically, that's what happened. Taken out of the book and then writing one or two or three words. But here's what got me at the end. Here's what got me at the end. Barger may have cultivated a counterculture, criminal mystique for the media. Nobody needs to create a mystique for the media. They do it themselves. But make no mistake, he and his fellow angels were often the purveyors of violent sexual assault and other criminal misdeeds. And Innocent people suffered for it. And get this. My own dad was robbed at gunpoint and left tied up in his empty apartment by a bunch of Hell's Angels when he was living in Long Beach, California in the 70s. Broke, he was forced to join the Navy, a fate he would Wish on absolutely no one. So you're saying he was embarrassed for serving his country? Oh, I forget. That's what a lot of people in California do. Purveyors of violence, sexual assault, and criminal misdeeds, and innocent people suffered. Let me turn you to what I always say. For everything you claim a member of a club does, I can find you something where a cop does the same thing. Here we go. Let's start it. Your sexual uh, assault uh, deal. Trumbull Police Sergeant, yes, such a sergeant, former Shelton Fire Captain charged in sex assault. 
He wasn't a Hells Angel. He wasn't a member of a club. He was a cop. And it does uh, sadden me, guys, because I do support firefighters that I have to bring this one up. But hey, it's the most recent one. Two volunteer members of a local fire department, including one who is a Trumbull police sergeant. Police sergeant has have been arrested in connection with the 2020 sexual assault. Bumble police sergeant uh, Matthew uh, Perkowski is accused of slapping the woman so hard during the assault. One of her eardrums was ruptured and she had trouble hearing afterward, according to the arrest of warrant. The victim also suffered from multiple bruises and bite marks during the assault. And then the nerve, the lawyer said, the sergeant said the encounter was 100% consensual. Damn, she must have been a freak then, didn't want to get beat up and stuff. There's one. Here it is right here. His fellow angels were often uh, purveyors of sexual assault and violence. I told you for everything that you claim a club member does, I can find a cop that did the same thing. It's individuals, not the entire club. So. Would you say the whole Trumbull Police Department's at fault for this? Are they purveyors of violence? Because of one? Double standard. Now, two Boston police officers facing charges for domestic incidents. This was just updated uh, in, uh, on the 14th of June. Boston police are investigating two off-duty officers who were arrested for assault and battery after domestic incidents with family members. Walter Suppry, who has been a Boston police officer since 2008, was arrested by Danvers police for assault and battery on a household member after a domestic incident with a family member. Andrew Blake, who has been with the Boston Police Department since 1998, was arrested by Boston Police Domestic Violence Unit for assault and battery. Violence. Now, you talked about armed robbery, and you talked about something from the 1970s. Metro police officers suspected in real armed robbery. Metro police officer is suspected in at least one armed robbery and possibly two more. Sources told the I-team that Officer Caleb Rogers is in custody. He is assigned to Community Policing Division, Bolden Area Command. Police officers arrested Rogers following a reported robbery at the Rio Hotel and Casino Sportsbook near the Las Vegas Strip just before 7 a.m. He was transported to Clark County Detention. 
He could. Uh, they also tell uh, I team he could be linked to uh, armed robbery at Red Rock Casino and an armed robbery near Lanti. <laughs> there you go. There's your armed robbery. Same thing that you throw on the Hell's Angels and this supposed criminal mystique for the media. They didn't throw that mystique. They didn't try that. They wanted to be left alone just like everybody does. The media, like your article, puts this crap out there. Here we go with one more I'm going to show you. Violent history. That's what you said about the Hells Angels. All burn police officers. Violent history could be used against him in court. All burn police officer Jeffrey Nelson's history of violence against members of the Auburn community may be allowed in his trial for the assault and murder of Jesse Sari in 2019. Murder by a boy in blue. During a pre-trial hearing on June 29th, prosecuting attorney Mark Larson discussed several instances in which Nelson used extreme force against suspects of minor crimes. Larson argued this was evidence of Nelson's attitude towards policing and showed a pattern or plan that led to the killing of Sari. The incidents show had a uh, pattern of using extreme violence, including the use of his taser, chokeholds, and leaden. His canine, named Cohen, attacked people for minor crimes. Charged with murder right there. Here's some of the comments that these people get on some of their stories. Vega Bon. What are you, you know, like a vegetarian? I don't know. Good riddance. I actually thought he already died. My parents were hippie bikers. Uh, <laughs> fully in hippie bikers, really? Fully entrenched in the Harley lifestyle. They ate up all the Hells Angels stuff they could find. We would watch the TV docs about them and they treated it like here are some cool dudes who went against the man. They really stood for something. Unlike most of you people, they do. Honor, respect, patriotism. Almost like hero worship. That whole upbringing is one of the reasons I love cars and bikes and all manner of motorized things right away but it is absolutely jarring to learn at a young age whose people they uh who those people truly were <laughs> gan goes my parents aren't as great as i thought that's the way most of the uh, younger generations think don't it <laughs> oh my god and there's a bunch of other stuff uh, calling him a basically a violent Gene Sis, uh, Simmons, 
thousands of boomer Harley riders with an unhealthy obsession with Sons of Anarchy are in mourning. Another one, good, make his grave into a urinal that drains directly into his coffin. A.C. Slater. That's what these people bring out. Bring out people who have no idea what bikers do, what club members do for the community as a whole. Half of them commenting right now probably don't do a damn thing for their community. Again, let your thoughts be known. Contact the editor of this publication. I'll put the link in the description box. And it's by Aaron Marquis. As you can see, cops, they will always bang on clubs. But you know what? They ain't innocent either. They ain't innocent. We're going to go to the second half of the show right now with China Dow. Sad state of affairs, man. The last member of Easy Company with the Band of Brothers has just died. Uh, he was real instrumental to help push that uh, series. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, this story uh, with uh, Sonny, with China Dow. Going to be a good second segment. We'll be right back after this music break.
I am the law. Don't you understand? I represent the law. Well, piss on you. And piss on your law. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. Oh. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Rockford, what's up, China Dow joining us? You bitch. <laughs> she has her feet up on the table, legs showing she over here teasing me and shit like that. That ain't cool, man. That ain't cool. Lies, all lies. Oh, no, wait, no, I'm on camera. Hold on. <laughs> I put my legs down. What do you think about this hit piece on Sonny and the Hells Angels? I told you they ain't never going to say nothing positive about people. They're just assholes. They're a big asshole on this one. Fucking let the man rest in peace, shit. But I was able to show that cops do the same thing. Well, yeah, they do. It don't make the whole police department look bad, but, you know, they always say the whole group of the Hells Angels are bad. It pisses me off. It ain't a group of people. It's usually just one or two individuals. Exactly. Just like the one or two individuals who went on a crime spree right before, you know, last yesterday like you told me before we came on air for this segment. That was, was, yeah, that was actually uh, Tuesday. Uh-huh. That was Tuesday, and Rockford's got some issues because it's the same group of people doing all the same burglaries. Rockford always has the issues, don't it? Well, I love how it always starts out the very first uh, location to get hit by these burglaries is one of ours. <laughs> <laughs> they must know you guys have a lot of money. No, we don't. That's just the funny part. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a you know a couple of, you know individuals that don't represent a, a whole group of people. No, it's actually I mean according to what the information that we have, we actually have photos of four men mm-hmm. that are in a dark colored SUV and a dark colored sedan. It's two vehicles. Okay, so say a uh, uh, motorcycle club. Yeah. And you have a couple of these individuals going around robbing people. Right. That don't make the whole freaking club that way. No, to me, that's them doing that shit in their own time. So the media and <laughs> law enforcement has no excuse or no reason to say everybody in that club is bad. Nope. They don't. That's just like they can't say everybody in the world is bad just because we got four people running around for... The second week in a row, robbing gas stations in Rockford. And that goes on everywhere. Yeah. It's just, you But know. that's why I use the, every crime that she said a member of the Hells Angels did, I could find an update story in the last couple weeks that a cop did. Yeah. Murder, assault, rape. I could find, the cops do it too. Politicians do it. Oh, yeah, politicians do a lot of shit. So does that... Well, politicians suck. That's a bad example, but... I was going to say, where are you going with that? Well, the one was a volunteer firefighter and a cop insane. That don't make firefighters all bad. No, it just makes that individual bad. But they want to use this law enforcement push on MCs 
that because a couple did something, everybody's bad, and that's the furthest from the truth. That one comment uh, about the urinal pissing on... They claim to be Christian, these people. But they're the first ones to judge somebody. You know, you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't judge... uh, You ain't got no right to judge anyways, because you ain't God. And in the long run... These people will get there and get it in the end, okay? I mean, just, you know. Karma's a the, bitch. The man upstairs will judge them. Karma is a fucking bitch, let me tell you. It's terrible. It is. But, these, I'm telling you, the media, they just, they, somebody needs to go up and just smack them in the head. It's just like uh, over the weekend, because we're doing, we do dates, date night every weekend. Yeah. And we went to Crackle Barrel. For the last one and then the fireworks yeah everybody look at you know you walked away everybody looking at me hmm. i was like you stupid motherfuckers what are you looking at well even that one waitress she's staring at you because you got tattoos on your face and it's like right it's like dude, it's i'm a 20, good it's 2022 okay it's not like he's gonna rob the cracker barrel i'm actually a really good person i don't like seeing people hurt i don't like seeing people killed well that's like when we were at the fireworks and Man, I was evil. You're like, holy crap, those robots are running the street. I'm like, they ain't yours. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm over here worrying like they are. <laughs> and here's me. I'm like, they ain't yours. Let their parents deal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it ain't your problem. People are vicious. They are. They They judge everybody just by looking at you. It's like, you know, it didn't, in the, in the beginning... When you and I used to go out places and you had all your tattoos and on your face and everything, you know, you'd get stared at and I'd be like, Psh, just forget about it. God, geez, these people are stupid. Then when I, <laughs> mine are, I, I get all my tattoos and we go out together. Now I'm like, great, now they're staring at me. My turn. <laughs> and it makes you feel a lot different, don't it? It's a totally different you 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 feel things differently. You look at things differently when you know they're judging you. That's just like when I was having my upper GI and I you know on freaking Tuesday and normally I can't hear anything going on in the room. Well, this time I did, and I could hear all of the conversation and the big topic of conversation while I was having my upper GI was everybody in that room were talking about how I'm f- so tattooed. And it's none of their business. Like, they were, you. I can hear them discussing each, like, like specific tattoos of mine. And they I do wonder, have a personal <clears throat> thing toward, toward you. Every single tattoo that I have, except one, because you were bored, so I took one right out of a flashbook, that's mm. my sparrow. Other than that, Every tattoo that I have, I designed it. I drew it. Mm-hmm. They all have a specific meaning to me. I don't care if other people don't understand why I have each tattoo. I don't care. If you want to know, all you got to do is ask. I will explain what the meaning is behind the tattoo. They all mean something to me. Every tattoo that I have. Just like I've got the hot, sexy geisha. Well, I got the hot, sexy geisha on my leg, on my thigh. Why? Because 
my name is you know my name is China Doll. Mm-hmm. So I've got a sexy geisha on my thigh. You know, and to go with the geisha, I've got my koi fish. I've got my I've got a viper going up my leg. I've got a peacock because they're beautiful. You know, it's like I've I've got reason behind every piece that I have. And for them to sit there while I'm supposedly under anesthesia and can't hear what's going on. <laughs> They were sitting there discussing every piece that I had. And it's none of their business. People are evil. And that leads us into our main topic today about the funeral home. My goodness. My goodness. Here you are already going through grief with losing a family member or a friend. And they do some shady shit. Shady shit. Well... Colorado funeral home owner pleads guilty to selling body parts without family's consent. Actually selling body parts. Megan Hess admitted to selling body parts, mostly, she claims, for surgical and educational purposes, but without the family's knowing. So this former Colorado funeral home owner she pled guilty tuesday to defrauding the families by selling the body parts of their deceased without the consent of the relatives megan hess ran a sunset mesa funeral home and a human body parts business called donor services all from the same location you really have to watch what you do with a funeral home especially the ones that do the pre-burial or the pre-service uh, you know, where you have to pay them. Remember that time with my grandma? I had to go to court with these fuckers. Yeah, and you They won. tried to scam my grandmother out of I put liens on them every damn thing. Because they tried to scheme my grandmother out of a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Funeral, funeral homes are predators, if you ask me. You walk in, the first thing that, you know, I know you have to make money. I know you do. But in a time of grief, to take advantage of people, that's some evil shit. Well, with this lady, what she did, she actually admitted in court on Tuesday that she defrauded at least a dozen families who wished to have their loved ones cremated. Court records show that her body dealer firm harvested heads. Oh, my God. Wait, it gets better. Spines, legs, arms, and then sold them, mostly, she claims, for surgical and educational. Unbelievable. She's set to, she was set to be sentenced, and the prosecutors are asking 12 to 15 years in jail, and she's been out on bond since. So she feels like because they were going to get cremated, why not cut off a leg or cut off a... What are you going to do with a head? It's It's sad. That you got to worry. And here's me going, great, because I want to be cremated. What body parts is some dumb asshole <laughs> going to take a year? Funeral director's going to steal a mine. Uh. Does it make you rethink? Like, what the hell uh, no. are these people thinking? No, it's not going to make me rethink it. It's at the, well, cremated. with that is if, you know, I'm not gone, I'm going to be right there by the crematorium say, okay, let's see this. 
I ain't going to let him steal no parts. Well, and there were some situations where she actually offered to some families, not the dozen that she, you know, defrauded, but other families, she offered free cremations in exchange for body donation, like body part donation to some families. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she was making a ton of money, wasn't she? Oh, yeah, she was. It's just like these criminals that deal in organ transplants. They'll steal shit from, you know, poor people and sell their kidneys on the black market, all that. Where is the morality, where is the humanity in that? Well, and and the worst of it is, is like uh, some families received ashes from bins mixed with remains from various cadavers. So it wasn't, oh, it it wasn't, wasn't all of them. It wasn't all of their loved one. So basically. One, wait, wait, this is the worst part. One customer was given a concrete mix as an alternative for their family member's ashes. So they didn't even get ashes of a person. They got concrete mix instead. She's a special kind of special. Now, did her employees work with this? It was just, it was her and her mother. So they are the one who performed the cremation. Yeah, it was her and her mother. So they kept everybody out of the loop on this one. Yeah. Yeah, it specifically said it was just her and her mother that operated the funeral. Now, I wonder, though, if an employee was involved, would they have turned her in? Oh, I'm sure they would have. Or do you think they would have wanted a piece of the pie? Nah, I think they would go as far as turning them in. I think they would. Because, I mean, this broad went as far as, like, forging signatures, misleading family members, you know, as far as what happened to their remains. It's it's sick. And this ain't just her doing this. No, it's... it's, I'm sure there's other places that no one knows about. It's just that this one became publicized. And this was uh, going on from 2010 to 2018. Holy shit, you imagine how many people... Yeah. How many... Did it say how many were... Uh, The only ones that they know for a fact that they found record on were about a dozen families. So there's more than that out there. And what's even worse is... Where was the oversight of the state licensing board and where was... The people that were buying it, if it's going to a medical school, not tracking down or having any legality forms, they just take the head? Yeah, they just take it. And the thing, the reason why is because she would forge the family signature and they have no way of proving that that is or isn't the family signature for donation of that body part. Well, another one in Akron, I don't know whose remains I have... This, uh, after Ohio BCI agents reported finding the cremated remains of 90 people. 90. 90 people, they don't know. And 89 sets of the remains were located in white cardboard boxes labeled Tri-County Cremation Services. Remains also found in plastic bags that dated back to 2010. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe they knew each other. 
and it, it's like this goes on all over the United States. And again, I come back to where's the oversight? Don't they have to get permits to do a cremation? I don't know all the logistics on that, but I can almost guarantee you need, I mean, if you've got a cremation site at your funeral home, you're, you, you know, you got to have some legalities through it. So basically, they did what they do with dogs. Unless you pay extra to get your dog cremated separately. Which we did with ours. Oh, we always did. <laughs> I want, you know what, now it's going to make me say, you know what, I want to be there. Ew, no. But if you don't pay that, they're thrown in with other dogs. Yeah, and then you get the remains of yours and others. Instead of getting, you know, Just Harley, yours. you get freaking Poochie. <laughs> yeah, you get little Yogi. You get <laughs> right. You get you get some a little 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 Tay Tay. <laughs> you don't know. Uh huh. I don't even know where the hell them dog names came from. I don't even know if they are dog names, but whatever. Hmm. But it's like, yeah, we, we actually paid extra for our dogs to get cremated, so we actually did get their... Hopefully. Whole bodies, hopefully. We don't even know. This makes me, you know, because I was, uh, I've been going back and forth between burial or, hey, you know what? I'm not going to need it anymore. How about donating it to science? Make some good doctors or something like that. But now, I'd be like, you know what? I want my family to make the money off of me. But they're doing it anyway. And there's a lot of funeral scams out there. The casket scam, they call it. Yeah. Where they'll roll out their most expensive casket. And... Talk about how your loved one deserves the best. Right. When I can go to Walmart and we talked about no, this. Costco. 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 We talked about this. I can get one for a Gino. You can get one for a Gino from Costco and have it delivered to your house. But then they want to charge $10,000 for a $1,000 casket. Well, not even that. I mean, if you're... I, I've been at a few family members funerals that they were being cremated but their wishes was to have an actual memorial service the day before the funeral where they were laid to rest in a casket like an open casket and then the next day before the funeral they would be cremated mm -hmm. and it's a rennet casket it's basically a rennet casket so these caskets that you're buying you don't know if somebody else has been in that. Just saying. Bedlam says uh, no permits. You just have to have written records and paperwork just for a state to look over. And basically, if that's the case, then <clears throat> she's already admitted forging signatures. She can and forge the paperwork as well. I think there should be some kind of law where you have to get a permit to uh, do a cremation because... That would be one of the easiest ways. Here, here's uh, you know, a thousand dollars. Let me use your crematory and burn a murder victim, and they'll never know. Yeah, you don't know. Part of that casket uh, scam, they say, is they roll out the most expensive, then they show a less 
expensive but much less attractive model. Not wanting to appear cheap or unloving to your uh, departed family member, you choose usually the middle option. Well, I know the route we went with my dad. We got one of the most expensive ones because that's what he wanted. Um, and it actually had on the inside, because uh, he was a Cubs fan, it, you know, he had um, a Cubs pillow that we purchased that he was able to use for his service and whatnot. But it's like, and I know for a fact that that was the same casket because I watched them put it in mm. the thing. Right. You know. The thing about that is you got to ask yourself, why get the most expensive when you're going to get, uh, you got the same uh, fate as somebody with a pine box. And then the, there's another scam that they do. They only stock some budget-friendly models of caskets and urns in an unattractive color to steer you away. Because so they want you to buy they want you to buy the most expensive. That's why. The most expensive ones are gonna be the best colors. They're gonna be the white. They're gonna be the black. They're gonna be the dark charcoal gray. They're gonna be gorgeous. So or, you would have to ask yourself with this broad selling body parts, was she involved in these other scams too? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Unfortunately, all the research I did on her specifically they only came up with the body part thing. They didn't have anything about caskets. But you know, she is an evil person just by what she's doing. So she was probably uh, following the book on funeral home scams. Probably. But her funeral home has been closed down. So nobody has anything to worry about with that lady in Colorado. <laughs> but still, for every one they catch, there might be 20 out there that they don't catch. Very true. 100%. If you go on YouTube, this is even worse. If you go on YouTube, you can look up old cemeteries, bodies found. You know, cemeteries that have been closed, you can see caskets falling out of the freaking uh, wall. Has, still has a body in them. Mm-hmm. That's it's so disrespectful. Well, that's that like it makes even, you throw up. That's like even cemeteries that get closed down and they get dug up. You oh, know, that's sick. Because of the fact that they want to build something there. Mm. Then they relocate the caskets and half the families aren't even notified that they got moved. Or they don't remove the bodies, they just remove the headstone. And they will, Yeah, and they'll bury on top. Or they'll build on top. That's some poltergeist shit right there. I'd be pissed off too if I was them ghosts. I wouldn't want to live. I wouldn't want to go in that building. Hell no, man. But there's a lot of buildings, if you really think about it, that are built on top of cemetery grounds. Or Indian burial grounds or any of that stuff. Yeah. One thing that I was happy about, there used to be, or still is, an old-ass cemetery on O'Hare Fields uh, grounds. They couldn't dig around. They had to dig around it. Another one, another scam that they pull is the gasket, the protective feature. Oh, we're going to seal the coffin where nothing can get in there. It's a $20 gasket. They they turn around and sell it for thousands of dollars more. 
And Bedlam just asked about grave robbers, whether or not that's still going. That is still going on because, but like, in the if, older cemeteries, in because the older now cemeteries, you got the crypts. Because yeah, exactly. Because now there's crypts. I mean, I witnessed them actually put my dad's casket into the crypt because their dumbasses didn't have the crypt in the ground already. So we got to witness them putting the casket into the crypt and sealing the crypt. Mm-hmm. Then we had to follow the 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 follow them to the plot as they lowered the crypt with my dad's casket into the ground as they had to stand on top of it to get it in their level to settle it which was gross it was gross but you know grave robin you know the older cemeteries that you, know, you would have known uh, don't have them a lot of a lot of celebrities nowadays want to not be buried in marked plots because of the fact that they're afraid that something might happen mm-hmm. i've seen so many situations where celebrities are instead of being buried they're uh, they're being cremated because of the fact that they don't want to chance their graves being robbed or their headstones being broken or their headstones being stolen mhm like even John Belushi he's oh Johnny boy man <laughs> or Michael Jackson he actually ha- they actually have security yeah around his I'm like what the fuck you need that for man <laughs> they do and what's worse is a lot of people have insurance, life insurance, so what they try to do is find out exact amounts that the life insurance is for to really squeeze your ass. Mm-hmm. These people are like car salesmen. Oh, 100%, because I was, oh man, I sat there and listened to the way this funeral director, which mind you, we've our families use that funeral home for quite some time, but... The way they I don't talk. know if that's good or bad. Well, my grandmother went through that <laughs> funeral home. My dad and a couple, my my yeah, and a couple other family members. We use they all use the same uh, funeral home because the the funeral director is the way they talk to you. Well, you got this one over here that comes with all these amenities. I'm like, what the fuck? Who cares? Just put them in a box. Put them in the box. Put them in, uh, we don't need to know. Does it got a fucking sunroof? Um, what? But at the same time, electric window. What? They take advantage of you because of what's going on. Just like a car salesman uses a trick, they love it when you have kids with you. Little kids, they love well, it. And car dealers also love it when you're a female by yourself. Because they're gonna <laughs> use your ass because you're telling the kids to shut up and you're rushing. And then they slip shit in there. That's how they do it. Oh, yeah. they And then with funeral homes, they're going to do the same kind of crap because you're upset. You're in mourning. You're paying like half attention to what they're talking about. And you're going to end up signing your life away basically to pay for the funeral. Well, what's, what's even worse is towns, and this happens down south a lot, where there's only one funeral home. Mm-hmm. And you're forced to buy the most expensive shit because they're the only ones around. And that sucks for people. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, up here in this area, and I'm sure in a lot of other states where all y'all are from, I mean, you got multiple funeral homes to choose from. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
you know, if I had to choose, I personally would choose the same one that, you know, we did my dad's at because they were really cool. And, but it's like, you don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you, you know, they sit there and they're like, okay, when some, your loved one passes, they're like, the first thing that the doctors and the hospitals are like ours was hospice. They look at you and they're like, okay, now which funeral home are we contacting to pick it up? And at that point, you're like, I don't fucking know. I mean, we had ours prearranged, but it's like some families don't have that prearranged. The prearranged stuff, you still got to be really educated on right. those laws or you're going to get fucked. Right, like, well, we have, we have actually, my, my, my mother's is completely prearranged with the funeral home, the cemetery, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. So basically all we have to do is pay for opening and closing. Well, that's what I got to do is opening and closing a burial plot, plot. Yeah. but now I'm thinking pine box, man. But, you know, it's, it's like, even with that, I mean, you got to make sure your T's are crossed, your I's are dotted, you know, and everything is up to par. Which, you know, thank God that's not my call. That's my brother's. But I don't have to worry about that for my mother. Well, I think the moral of the story here is... Pay attention and bring somebody attention. with you. Don't, exactly. Don't, don't go to a funeral home by yourself. Have somebody with you. Have Even if you have to bring two or three people with you. Because if you're distraught, you're not going to pay attention to what's going on. And it's better to have somebody else with you so that... You know, and watch out for scumbags like this. Really research the funeral home. Yeah, pay attention to where you're going to go, because you might have a body part missing if you're getting cremated. Dude, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> I'd just come back and haunt their ass. But we got a new segment coming. Here it goes. You know what my favorite fantasy is? I love two hard cocks. I like to have... One fucking me, and I like to suck one off while the other one's fucking me. And today, I'm having two of my very favorite friends come over, and they're going to be eating my pussy, and I'm going to be sucking them off. Mmm, I can hardly wait. They should be here any minute. Suck it. Suck it deep. Suck it. Suck it deep. Suck it. WMMR DB. Rockford, where you can always... Oh, yeah. We got a new one today. (laughs) It's Get Your Freak On segment. Yeah. What is the question for for this segment here? What do we got? Never have I ever got angry with a partner for not performing well during sex. Oh, I have. I have. I have. Guilty. Guilty right there. Have you guys ever got pissed? Because you had bad sex. Because you had bad sex. (laughs) And did you make your partner aware (laughs) that they sucked? Now, have I ever done that to you? Yeah. (laughs) See, you had some of the best oral skills around. And when, you know, she does the laxy-daisic stuff, I'm, like, fucking pissed. I was like, you didn't put no effort into this. I'm like, what the fuck, man? What do I tell you? And what did I do? I tell you this. I don't hide it. No. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck are you doing down there? 
What happened to my China doll? <laughs> it's like, damn, man, do I get a virgin sucking on my dick or something? It's like, what the fuck? Oh, no, my favorite is your two pump chumps. I bitch every time. <laughs> my first thing out of my mouth. Fucking really? That's it? That's the first thing out of your mouth. Are you, really? I didn't, I, I didn't even, what? Where's mine? <laughs> <laughs> How asshole. about somebody else uh, that you've been with? <laughs> somebody else that I've been with? Yes. Uh, I have with plenty of, you know, broads. Maybe that's why I'm not with them. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, There, there's been other, yeah. That's why I didn't yeah. like in high school virgins. I didn't like fucking a virgin. They didn't know what they're doing. Yeah, geo blowing go. No, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Fuck off. But tell me about shit. an experience with an ex-boyfriend. An ex-boyfriend? Um, where you looked up and said, what the fuck was that? No, it's more like, what the fuck name did you just call me? Ouch. Yeah, ex-boyfriend called me somebody, called me someone named Heather. I don't know who the fuck that was. Have I ever done that? No. No, I've never done that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You called me your ex-wife's name once. Thanks. Ouch. Yeah. How bad of me. But yeah, I had, I had an ex-boyfriend call me some other girl's name. And let me tell you, I ended up finding out what, who that girl's name was. Mm. Well, he was cheating on me with a girl named Heather. <laughs> well, it does happen. It does happen. How does it? How does one feel when they're actually told, hey... What the hell? What was this? I don't know. Me, but, I'm very blunt to you, you about you, it. You're just like, well, I, I got work to do. <laughs> uh, whatever. I got to do my thing. Uh, Grandpa Slayer says, nothing worse than a wick, uh, whiskey dick. I never had that problem. I don't drink. Um, I, I know a lot of people that have had that problem. Whiskey dicks. Does that suck for a woman? <laughs> it's a limp fucker. <laughs> You ain't getting any, bitch. Uh, Donna, hell, I would hope if they were not pleased with me, they would let me know the issue also. What is the issue with you? What? When, you know, I have to say nine times out of ten, you're, you're badass. <laughs> but there's that one time. That one time, it's like, what? Where does the go? What? It's one of those things where I'm just like, okay, come on. <laughs> and it don't work out too well. No. Or, or I'm just like a speed racer. Because, hey, you want a two-pump chump, motherfucker? I'm going to go as fast as I can to get your shit off because I want to watch my TV show. <laughs> or I got to make my list. I got I to gotta make my grocery list for tomorrow. You know, so... All right, you done? Good. Okay, get out of my room now. I got shit to do. <laughs> you got your blow and go. I can blow you and kick you out. There it is. Gio said there's no such thing as bad head. It's like pizza. You still eat. <laughs> Problem with that G-O-N, when you have a woman that knows how to do that shit, that's what you expect. Actually, you expect uh, her to do better, you know, upper game again. Man, I feel for Gio's woman. Shit, he's saying that whiskey dick, he gets so rock hard, but he can't blow his load. Dude, blue balls like a motherfucker, huh? <laughs> mm, that shit hurts, don't it? You guys love doing that to I a man. I think it's funny. I will go halfway on you once or twice and be like, <laughs> yeah, well, my mouth hurts. My jaw's hurting. I'm, I'm done. I'm going to 
punch you in the mouth, you do that to me. Blue balls. Does that shit really hurt? Because everybody, yeah, everybody man, tells it. me that shit hurts. Does that feel like, you know, how you feel in the morning when you wake up with your heart on? Because you all fucking do. You women do it on purpose. Sometimes. Oh, so you admit it. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Be right back after our music break. <laughs> <laughs>
Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. Hey, hey, do I got it down? Rock on. Rock on. (laughs) We got a pretty sad story coming up, and I'm sure most of us learned of Easy Company through the series Band of Brothers. That was one of the most awesome series I've ever seen. I've seen it. And it's one that you want to watch over and over and over again. And and I'm not one for watching that kind of stuff, but let me tell you what, I love that show. You got to bond with the characters Mm -hmm. of that show. Mm -hmm. And they played the real-life soldiers. Easy company. To the T, I think. And even the Easy uh, Company soldiers said the same thing. Oh, definitely. And... The last member of Easy Company, and I'm going to tell you to read this uh, because it's like an obituary. It, it, it's beautiful. Bradford Freeman, the last surviving member of Easy Company that was portrayed in the World War II series Band of Brothers, has passed away. Freeman, 97, died Sunday at Caledonia, Mississippi's Baptist Memorial Hospital, Golden Triangle. Wow, that's a mouthful. According to Stars and Stripes, his death was announced in his, in his local newspaper and the obituary was composed by his children. Our dad was always astounded that that a country boy from Mississippi was able to see so many places and meet so many interesting people. Freeman's daughter wrote in his obituary. Mm-hmm. The, the military legend is survived by a sister, two daughters, four grandchildren and also survived by 10 great-grandchildren. He was the last surviving soldier who helped to inspire Band of Brothers, a television series de- depicting life in combat during World War II. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I highly recommend it if you ain't seen it. If you haven't seen Band of Brothers, something's wrong. I, I 110% tell you, you should totally see it. And the major... <laughs> that died and led the easy company he had it planned where when he passed away he didn't want anybody to know until after the burial these guys were the epitome of the united states of america well and it goes on to talk about another easy company member bill uh, wingett he died in 2020 at his at an oregon veterans home in, in Lebanon at the age of 98. They're all dying now. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was buried with full military honors at Wilmette National Cemetery in Portland. That gentleman, the one that If I you mentioned. look at it from what the, biogra- or the obituary said, a boy from Mississippi mm-hmm. got to see the world. Yeah. But under such fucked up circumstances, they got to see England... Then they jumped on Normandy, pushed through France, all the way to the end to Hitler's nest. Mm-hmm. The th- the Battle of the Bulge. Everything that these guys did for this country. 
And if you suck at history like I do, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was actually happy you got in the Band of Brothers. I mean, I totally suck at history, but watching that made me understand and comprehend a lot more shit when it came to World War II. What do you mean? How bad it was? or How bad it was, because it's like you read shit in a book in history class, and, and it's like... It's like you really can't imagine and be like, wow, wow, that sounds like shit. Mm -hmm. That sounds bad. But then watching that movie, because, I mean, even all the guys that portrayed the Easy Company, the guys from Easy Company, the actual Easy Company, said that they were highly impressed by this series they, I love the interviews they were doing they, before. Yeah, it. they did a bunch of interviews with the guys from the actual Easy Company and, before the show actually started and explained and, what and it was explained like. exactly. And these these actors portrayed them so well that even the guys from from Easy Company were highly impressed with how well they that this series came out. Major winners. What a leader he was. Well, they said that, it says even in this article, Richard Dick Winters, Easy Company commander, died following a several-year battle with Parkinson's disease. Um, He was a very humble man, and they did, uh, Winters had asked, like you said, the the news of his death be withheld until after his funeral because he didn't want it to be made a big deal. That's how humble of a person he was. Mm. He didn't want people to know. And you look back at their experience, they were just glad to be alive to make it out of there. And those are the ones that really took life by the balls and made sure that they lived the best they could. Mm -hmm. A lot of military war veterans are like that who had a fight. They went through a life-altering experience and they have respect for what they have there's a meme that's going around right now that says you enjoy your beaches because this was our beach or something and it showed the picture of normandy and it just makes you sit back and appreciate it more i don't know why that ain't on every news station in the world right now the last guy from easy company I really don't. Unbelievable. Kind of chokes you up. Knowing that he was the last one. And that they did participate in that show. That's what's even better. You know, how they, like I said, how they did the interviews and talked about the situation that the the movie was supposed to, you know, show. Mm -hmm. That was just beautiful stuff right there, if you ask me. Beautiful stuff. You know what's you know what else I found that was highly entertaining? Huh. I did a little more research on this Highland Park bastard. Ah, switching gears here. What do switching we got? Switching gears. The suspect that was charged with the deadly mass shooting of Highland Park for 4th of July parade, believe it or not, that little bastard, that little scrawny shit passed four background checks when purchasing firearms. And in Illinois, it's real hard. We got some of the strictest gun laws around. Illinois State Police looked into his criminal background. They found that he passed the background checks through the Firearms 
Transaction Inquiry Program, which includes the Federal National Instant Criminal Background Check System. And everybody says there ain't background checks. There is. Big time. It was found that this little scrawny prick had passed background checks on June 9th, 2020, as well as July 18th and 31st of 2020. He also passed a background check on September 20th, 2021. The only offense on his record was an ordinance violation for January 2016 for possession tobacco. And Gio, you are 100% right. His daddy co-signed his void card. He needs to be charged. He needs to be charged, his father. And it says that they also have no mental health prohibitors reporting submitted by healthcare facilities or personnel. A clear and present danger report was made by the High Park Police Department in September of 2019 in response to threats directed to his family from him. So he shouldn't have got the gun. But the report said that when police went to the home and asked this little scrawny bastard if he felt like harming himself or others, he said no, so they took his word for it. Additionally, his father claimed that the knives that were being used in that incident were his and were being stored in a closet for safekeeping. The department returned the knives to his father later that afternoon based on the information his father gave him. So the only crime that he had in his record was basically dismissed Mm -hmm. after they checked it out. So this little shit was able to get a weapon. It's the system that failed, not the gun. I mean, it's the police department that failed Mm -hmm. because of the fact that they basically filed away the one report showing that he was somewhat dangerous because of the fact that he said no. (sighs) That... I think he should be like, charged. He did not feel like harming anyone I or think, himself. Don't you think the father should be charged for co-signing that Boyd card? If that's what happened. It's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness ready. Okay, what do we got for some Cards Against Humanity today? How do you guys like our new segment, Get Your Freak On, before the first music break? What do we got? Science will never explain what. Oh, that's easy, China, though. (laughs) Nobody can ever explain what goes on in her head to me. She is one of them uh, scientific wonders. I am a wonder of the world. <laughs> You're the eighth wonder, the ninth wonder of the world. Hey, how does China now think? Oh, we don't know. We don't got an experiment uh, that uh, can figure that shit out. N- nobody can figure me out. <laughs> Half the time, I can't even figure me I out. I think that goes with women in general. They can't figure out themselves. They can't. Women are uh, are a mystery. We uh, humans have been around uh, a long time, and we still can't figure it out in 2022. Well, we all know Morbik's answer for this: science will never explain midgets. No, I don't think it actually has. Has it? <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a chromosome that you have to have to be a midget? I don't know. Donna said men. No, nobody can explain men. No, it's women all around. No, it's men. 
I like Grandpa Slayer's answer, though. Bag of dicks? The loony-ass progressive liberals. You got that right. <laughs> I'm surprised with you. You were, like, really understanding stuff now. I never thought that would ever happen with you. Geo's got a good one, too. Yeah, bag of dicks. No, life after death. Oh, very true, very true. <laughs> then we got another one. Here we go. Jeremiah says time. No. Dirty knobs. Nipples and whipped cream. Nipples I can explain that. I mean, I could demonstrate, but there's nobody here. <laughs> Would you finish at least good on that? <laughs> How men can't manage to piss in the toilet bowl. You know, why is that, man? I'm going to, even at my work, I'm starting to throw Cheerios in that bitch because I am getting <laughs> so tired of cleaning up the fucking floor in front of the fucking toilet at home living with two boys and at work because none of these men that go into a gas station bathroom can freaking piss in a toilet. My favorite is these men that think it's okay to work to use a public bathroom while they're taking a crap and stinking up the joint and instead of peeing in the toilet, they're peeing like a fucking rainbow. <laughs> so it hits the floor across from the fucking toilet. What the fuck? Go home and pee, people. Take your shits at home. These people live like a block away. Go shit at home. Don't come here to shit. Go home. Yeah, she gets kind of pissed off about that one. Dude, I'm tired of going in the middle of the night and I'm wearing socks and I step in y'all's pee. That's just wrong. It wasn't me. Bullshit, it ain't you because I've been in there right after you <laughs> came out. It's you and him. You both suck. And I'm tired of stepping in pee. The hose, the hose has a leak. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.